Welcome to the House of Lou, where we embark on a captivating journey through the intriguing intersection of design, history, and personalities. Together, we'll explore the captivating stories that shape St. Louis and the designs that have left an indelible mark on our surroundings. I'm your host, Veronica Theodoro. How lucky are we to live in the Gateway City? I mean, how fortunate am I to get inside some of the area's most beautiful homes and meet such inspiring St. Louisans? And speaking of inspiring, my guest today is Kelly Spencer of The Social Affair. Kelly is known for her generous spirit of hospitality, design work of incredible events, and of course, her incredible menus. I thought she would be the perfect person to talk to about how to entertain for the holidays. But first, I want to bring your attention to a couple of things that are on my mind. This episode of House of Lou is sponsored by Mosby Building Arts. A few weeks ago, I wrote a story for the newsletter about the lighting enhancements at the Cathedral Basilica. I've been going to the cathedral for many, many years. My two children were baptized there, and I had never given any thought to the lighting. Well, it turns out that the lighting, or the lack of lighting, I should say, is the first thing that Monsignor Breyer noticed when he was transferred to the cathedral four years ago. And he really made it his mission to find a way to enhance the lighting so that the artwork, specifically the 40 million mosaic tiles and the marble sculptures, could be shown in their best light. And so he talked to Randy Burkett at Reed Burkett Lighting Design to devise a plan, and the results are truly spellbinding. For those of you who may not be familiar with Randy's work, he's designed the lighting scheme for iconic architecture throughout the United States, including the Martin Luther King Memorial, the Gateway Arch Grounds. So he really was the person to hire to create this new lighting scheme. So I really encourage everyone who has an interest in the artwork within the Basilica to check it out. And I will post tour information into the show notes. And now turning to soccer, and I swear that there's a design angle here. I'm not a huge fan per se, but I did just recently get hooked on the Netflix documentary Beckham. I gained a whole new appreciation for what a talent he is. And Victoria Beckham emerged as one of my favorite new pop culture figures. There's incredible interviews. And you also get an inside view into their homes in London and in the countryside. So if you love English aesthetics, I highly recommend that you take a look at the documentary. And if you crave more of that English look, you can visit the Pitch Athletic Club and Tavern in Union Station, which is right across the street from the soccer stadium. It, it's large. It's 9,000 square feet, but it's a great place to take in a game or also even for date night. It was designed by the Lawrence Group with couches and chairs, plaid, upholstery, and repurposed millwork dating back to 1889. 
And I feel like that English vibe really lends itself to the winter season. So now would be a great time to go. And now on to my interview with Kelly. Kelly Spencer is the owner of The Social Affair, a catering and event design company here in St. Louis. And we're so excited to have her here to talk to us about holiday entertaining in the home. Welcome, Kelly. Thanks, Veronica. How long have you been in the catering and event design business? We just celebrated 14 years. And how did you get into it? I think I've always had a love of entertaining. Being from Alabama, it's a place where you gather people together around the table. My southern grandmothers had me cooking from a very young age. They'd bring up the stools to the counter and I'd climb up and we'd roll out biscuits and fried chicken and and that's what you um, entertain with. Food is the center of the table, but it's really more about the people. That's what really drew me to catering and uh, entertaining. And so are people still entertaining in the home as much as they once were? Is this something that you're seeing a resurgence in or is it just as popular as it ever has been? How do you see that? Because I know that there are all these event spaces as well, right, that people can rent out. Of course, yes. And we have one of those event spaces in the Grove, which we're really happy to call home. However, I do think home parties are always going to be there. They're always something special. Bringing someone into your home and inviting them around your table, there's just really something special about that. And so when someone calls you for help with a party in the home, what are they typically asking you for? Help. (laughs) How do I do it all? And I say you don't have to do it all. And that's where catering comes in. Um, we do take a lot off the plate. Uh, no pun intended, but no, but we're on a plate, actually. But we we really help with the stress level mm-hmm. of creating and designing a menu for their guests so that they can actually enjoy the party. Right, right. Their guest at their own party. So when homeowners call you, what are the things that they're most worried about? What what do they say to you when, when they call and they say, you know, I need help with? Well, for us, it's food. <laughs> um, but just where to start. And, you know, we just ask questions up to our clients uh, about what they want. What kind of party do they want? What would they be comfortable with? Are they comfortable with the sit-down dinner or would they rather have more of a cocktail style party? And so do you help also with the design of the actual party? For in-home parties, we definitely can do that. There's so many different talented vendors in St. Louis with florals and design. So we do aspects of that, but we larger events than we do rely on some of our, our favorite florist and, and design companies. And so when it comes to food, what would you say are some of the um, the items or the plates that really make a party special? What makes a party special is if you are thoughtful to your guest. So at each and every one of our clients and our couples, we always sit down and ask them, what do you want? And what would be a dream dish for you? Or if you could have anything in the world, what would it be? And then we design a menu around that. So it goes for the same with your guest. If you're inviting, no matter if you're inviting eight people or if you're inviting 50 people, then, you know, on your invitation, whether it's printed or if it's 
um, online, then ask your guest if they have any dietary considerations. And we use the word considerations instead of restrictions because we're considering their needs and we're considering their diet. So you want to really be thoughtful in your menu design if you're you know, creating the dishes yourself or whether you're, you're asking us to help. You want to keep your guest in mind. Is there a, a formula in a way for how many carbs you should serve, how much protein? Like, how do people think about the combination of foods that they should have available for their guests? I don't think anyone should get too wrapped up in how many carbs or how many vegetables or should we have, you know, three proteins. It, again, it should be about your guest. If you know that you have several vegetarians coming, offer several vegetarian dishes. Make sure that there's a variety and something for everyone. You're always going to have a gluten-free guest. Most likely, you're going to have a vegetarian. Right. You know, so you want to have offer different options. So a beef and a seafood and, and a vegetarian dish. But don't get so hung up on, we need two vegetables, one piece of chicken, you know. Right. It right. just needs to be a variety. And things that you'd like. And so then with the upcoming holidays, what would you put together for a guest, for example, like in terms of a menu? What's a really great holiday spread? Options. <laughs> I love options. Um you know, beef tenderloin is always a big hit, but having some different sauces and having the beef sliced, if you're doing more of a cocktail style event, having the bread on the side. A lot of people will already make the dollar sandwiches, but right now, I mean, a lot of people aren't eating gluten. A lot of people aren't eating carbs. So having the bread separate is a really great idea. Offering some type of seafood for pescatarians. Um, having, you know, seasonal roasted vegetables, they look beautiful. Try to always pick things that are in season. I mean, we still have farmer's markets around even this late. And then there's beautiful markets that have local fruits and vegetables. Utilize that. It tastes better. It looks better. And you always want to have a beautiful presentation in front of your guests. And how about in terms of ambiance? Obviously, you've catered i'm sure you know your share of lots of incredible events um what have you learned over the years about creating ambiance in the home candles 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 <laughs> lighting um in my house i think i have more lamps than a lamp store <laughs> uh and i'm not a fan of overhead lighting so just make sure your lights are dim but obviously bright enough to see. But lighting is really important. Music is also really important. So have music going as guests come in. It can change up as the party goes on, but have a playlist. It's really fun to create too. And this is something that, you know, I personally struggle with. Even if I am working in tandem with a caterer, it's how to keep the kitchen tidy. How do you go about organizing your time or do you have any ideas for listeners about how to maintain a schedule so that you know okay in this last half hour before people start arriving I need to do x y and z how, how do you think about that in particular when it comes to cleaning up the kitchen well I'll start with the half hour before guests arrive you should be relaxing it's hard it is. but it's all about time management and 
everything that we do as a company is all about organization, time management. I'm one of those people that have a list for their list for their list, and I love to cross things off. Time is your best friend, and time is a gift. If you're planning a party, give yourself ample amount of time to plan that party. Whether you're doing the cooking, whether you're doing the planning, whether you're doing the florals, everything needs to be on a list and everything needs to be timed out in an appropriate manner. So start days before, even if you, you know, you're full-time working, come home and like five days before, maybe you have two things to do to check off your list, but make sure that you have lists every single day so that you're organized. And then the day of you're not doing everything and you're so stressed out and you're, you're doing things right as guests arrive then you're not going to have a tidy kitchen because you didn't have time to yep. clean it up. Yep. And then you're going to be stressed out. So a tidy kitchen is really important. Even when you hire a caterer, like sometimes we work out of the garages right. or we work out of a laundry room or, you know, we, we try to keep everything out of the kitchen. People just tend to go in the kitchen. Um, I wish they didn't, <laughs> but they do. I once read an article about entertaining and... Whoever was being interviewed said, you know, the most important thing when you open the door to invite guests in is to not show how frazzled you are or how busy (laughs) you've been preparing for their arrival just because that's uncomfortable for the guests, even if you're close or whatever, you know. Yes. One of the biggest pet peeves is, is for a host to be in the kitchen the entire time of the right, party. Right. And you, you worry about them the whole time. How can we all be better hosts? What are some of your tips for, you know, just being a gracious hostess? You know, the, one of the biggest things, again, is time management. Not taking anything on that you can't handle. So if you're really great at cooking and that's what you want to focus on, then focus on that and the rest of it source out. So if you want, you know, all the things and beautiful table design and a beautiful floral display, but you really want to cook too and you don't have the time to do it all, then don't do it all. Source out those beautiful flowers to a local florist. There's companies that just do table settings. Right. You know, just... There's so many different sources out there. Utilize them and don't try to do everything. And I think that's something that people feel like they have to do everything. And I was one of those people. Right. I know. It's, It's kind of like, well, if I'm having a house party, then everything should come from me. But that's just not, that doesn't really put you as a hostess in a good like mental space, right, for when your guests do arrive. Well, if everyone cooked from scratch, I'd be out of a job. (laughs) But also uh, knowing that everything does not have to be perfect. Perfectionism is not attainable. Again, something I wish I had told my younger self. And, um, you know, we learn from every single event that we do as a company. Every single event isn't perfect. And if it was, I mean, you can't learn from that. So you take everything that you do, even with it, if it's a small party and it wasn't exactly the way you wanted, it's okay. Right, right. Give yourself some grace. You just brought people together and they're having the best time. And if, if they see you enjoying the party, they're going to enjoy the party. Well, I love that. Um, what are some of the more popular holiday parties that you get 
asked to cater. So is it typically, you know, open houses in the early part of December? Is it a brunch um, at Christmas or during Hanukkah? You know, what what are some of the more popular events that you cater during the holidays? Definitely just cocktail party styles. Um, Sit-down dinners are also really popular. You know, it's just really about the client and what they want for their guest and bringing people together. And so if you host a cocktail party, what should the food look like? Because the cocktail party, at least in my mind, sort of looks like a little bit more of a casual event where people are milling around. They aren't necessarily, you know, obviously sitting at a at a dinner table. Past hors d'oeuvres are great. Um, you would probably want to hire some someone to help you with that because you don't want to be doing the past right, hors d'oeuvres. Right. You want to be hosting and enjoying the party. So think about that in, when you're designing your menu as well. But again, the, the variety, and it should be easy to eat. I mean, for instance, like we love salad in a glass. So we take a rocks glass and we compose a salad, place it in the, the rocks glass, place a fork in it, and it's easy to pick up and walk around. And we do the same with dinner in a glass. We can, you know, if you wanted, for instance, steak and potatoes. So you can put the mashed potatoes or potato puree, make it bite-sized pieces of steak or beef tenderloin and make a little sauce to put on top and it's easy to eat. I love that. I love that because, you know, you don't necessarily have a place for everyone in a large party to sit, right? And so you need to make it easy for them. That's that's actually a great tip. We'll be right back. With over 76 years of trusted excellence, Mosby Building Arts is a recognized design-build company for all renovation projects. Their team, including certified designers, licensed architects, and highly skilled craftsmen, collaboratively craft custom-tailored designs. When clients partner with Mosby, they enjoy an elevated experience, including personal shopping and planning with design experts. Mosby Building Arts combines expertise, innovation, and exceptional service to bring dream projects to life. For more information, visit callmosby.com. And now back to the show. So now I think we're going to move on to our lightning round of questions. Okay, let's do it. What St. Louis host inspires you most? One that has fun. A party without a fill-in-the-blank is not a party. Great people. Do you prefer a big or a small kitchen for party prep? How big are we talking? (laughs) What's your entertainment must-have prep tool or gadget? I always have menu cards for each and every item that I set out on a a cocktail table. I want the guests to know exactly what they're eating. What room inside the house do most hosts ignore but shouldn't? You know, we live in St. Louis and we have these beautiful old homes. And I think the parlor room, right as you come into the home, they're usually small. There's usually a fireplace. That's where I gravitate to. It creates wonderful conversation place. What's your biggest holiday pet peeve? Guests that come into the kitchen. How do you feel about paper products like napkins and plates at a party? Whatever makes the host feel the most comfortable, but no styrofoam or red solo cups, please. And use your china if you have it. Yes, I love that. Your favorite home decor store in St. Louis. I'm not going to lie. I spend an exorbitant amount of time at Home Goods, but also love our beautiful antique stores and vintage stores where you can find a lot of serving pieces at really reasonable prices, yes. like the Green Shag or the Antique Hill Market. What do you do with coats? 
age-old question. If you have a coat closet, clean it out and make sure you have empty hangers for your guests to hang their coats. There's also rental companies that rent uh, coat racks and they'll also give you the hangers, put it in a hallway. It's perfect. How do you know your party has been a success? When you have enjoyed yourself and you know your guests have had the best night of their lives. Thanks, Kelly, for such a great conversation. Happy, Happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs> and now it's on to V's Views. Today I'm going to talk a little bit about some entertaining tips that I like to use when I'm having people over. So years ago, my father-in-law taught me not to ask my guests to bring a side dish or a dessert to a party that I was hosting. And I trust him because he is an incredible cook and the most gracious host. And it's not that we don't want other people's cooking or like other people's cooking, but really the motive is to just give people the day off, right? You don't want to have to have them worry about going to the grocery store and preparing something in time for the party. We just want them to have a good time. Recently, I attended an event at a wine store here in St. Louis uh, where we got to taste eight Italian wines and the food that they were paired with. So I had no idea that the Italians produced such a range of white wines. And it got me thinking that I really need to visit the wine stores more often. Because you learn so much and the people there are experts in what they do and they can really add something to your next party by recommending a special wine. I mean, honestly, you can even tell them what you're planning to serve and they will come up with some great recommendations for you. Two years ago, I committed to a no paper product policy in my house. So that means no paper plates and no paper napkins. Instead of paper plates, I have purchased 40 melamine plates that I can use for my children's parties or for any kind of event that I might be having at the house. They're dishwash safe. They come in a ton of colors and designs. So you can really have fun with them and they look really, really pretty. The fabric napkins are a game changer. They are just so much nicer to look at. They feel really great. And you can actually bring back the napkin rings. I mean, at one point, I feel like it was a dying art. And now, you know, you can really set your table to a different level of design and sophistication. Thank you for listening to House of Lou. If you found today's episode inspiring, be sure to share it with your friends, family, and fellow design enthusiasts. Also, please be in touch. Subscribe to our design and home newsletter at stlmag.com slash newsletters. And follow us at St. Louis Mag on Instagram. Your support means the world to us and helps us to continue bringing you engaging content. Until next time from House of Lou, Be sure to take a look around and keep dreaming in design.